We know that there are all kinds of people that listen to our podcast each week, and there's some that they would say that their marriages are going great. There's some that probably, well, we know because they reach out to us and tell us of just some major issues and crises in their marriage. But I know that there's also just a lot of people out there that would just say, we're just stuck. We're just stuck and not really going anywhere. So that's going to be our topic for today. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on a new episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and we're glad to be back with you today. So, we did the little intro just a second ago. Yeah, I'm excited about this topic. Yeah, well, I don't really know if crises is a word. I was thinking to myself (laughs) that, you know, multiple crises would maybe be crises. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm far I'm removed. I'm well. I'm far from removed from school, and <laughs> I don't. I don't really care. I, to be I honest, I could Google it while you're talking. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> you used it. Somebody might tell us. I'm sure mm-hmm. people love to tell you when you're wrong, that's right? right? Crises. Crises. All right. Well, we're not going to really talk about that today. So uh, today we've got actually got a really good to- topic that. Um, you know, it's funny, so I was helping to lead worship this morning, and um, a great sermon, and, you know, I have to, I have to, I shouldn't say have to, but you, you, when you're leading worship, you sit through all of the services. Service, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I, I know that's a word, <laughs> services, it just sounded weird. Um, so we sit through all the services, and so the first one, you know, I'm sitting back in the green room just kind of listening and kind of not listening and some people talking and stuff, but then, you know, you hear enough to go, hmm, I didn't pay attention to this part when we come back out. So anyway, we're sitting there in the second service, and I mean, you probably saw, I know you you were taking notes, but you probably saw me. I kept grabbing my mm-hmm. phone. I just kept taking notes and stuff, and you know, this was, we we had a long list of topics that we were kind of ready to get rolling with because um, we started a new small group yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. They actually gave us a list of topics and we have a ton of mm-hmm. them. We made a long list of them, but this just kind of hit today and I don't know, just felt like it was, it was good and right to, to talk about it. So, um, so to where borrow, we, to borrow Jason's words, it just hit different. It, that's right, mm-hmm. just hit different. So we're gonna talk about it. Yep. So I started thinking today just about um, all the different people and marriages, and you know where they are, the the people that listen to us, that contact us, and you know it's so great. I love. We've been we've been having a lot of interaction with people through social media, especially in the last week. Just lots of people that chime in and and love the encouragement and people thanking us and stuff. But we also, you know, it's so great when you get those comments that it's husbands and wives that are kind of 
commenting back and forth mm-hmm. through our social media and you can tell like they're they're in a good place they you know they're echoing the stuff that we're putting on social media and it's like that is so great cuz we know i mean there's a lot of couples out there that are like man marriage is awesome and we are enjoying you know the stage of life that we're in whatever but then my goodness we get so many emails and instant messages of people just you know can you pray for me pray for my my spouse and just i mean the just the enemy is like going crazy with marriages and so you've got these two extremes and honestly i don't like i don't know where the majority of marriages fall mm-hmm. like i don't know which end of the spectrum they fall on or if they just land somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of like when when, uh, when Jesus said, you know, to not be a lukewarm Christian, to not be a lukewarm believer. And I sort of feel like if we just somehow did some sort of a poll, I think most people would just say they're just lukewarm. Like mm-hmm. they're just stuck. And they're somewhere between the two extremes that, that I said. They're not happy. They're not really enjoying marriage. But they're also not like, I got to get out of this thing like right now mm-hmm. because my spouse has done A, B, C, right, or D right. or whatever. Or maybe they have and they're mm-hmm. just like, who cares? Mm-hmm. And so I do. I just think that there's so many marriages that are just stuck. And they don't they don't really know what to do, what to do, mm-hmm. where to go, mm-hmm. Um I, I wish there was a way, but the thing is, people people aren't honest about mm-hmm. their marriages. Mm-hmm. They just don't, and nobody wants to go out, you know, again, we have a reason for why we share our podcast or why we share our message with people and our story. Most people are not going to be like us. They're not going to jump on two microphones and tell the whole world, you know, what's going on in their marriage. Um, so, so I don't know. I just, you know, I... I I wish we knew. Well, and along those same lines, people aren't in the same season all the time. Sure. Like, you have times where your marriage may be, like, really, really good, and we're, like, we're crushing it. And then there's other times where you do feel stuck, and you do feel like, is this going anywhere, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, I've heard said that in your relationship with the Lord, you're either, I mean, I've heard the argument. You're either moving towards him or you're moving away from him. I don't know that that's true. I think that you could kind of be indifferent in mm-hmm. that kind of in between. And I feel that same way about marriage. Like you're either actively making your marriage better or you're making it worse or the lack of attention is making it worse. But then I think that you can be just in a place too where you're just kind of stuck. Yeah, almost like... um you just become when I mean, we've said this before, but one of the one of the topics that somebody gave us was how do you keep from just being roommates? Yeah. And, and just kind of indifferent. Yeah. Things. And I just mm-hmm. think that there's so many marriages that are they're just stuck. That's just where mm-hmm. they are. And and sometimes I wonder if they really even care to get out of it, mm-hmm. which we can talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, raising the question of we don't know where marriages are. I've I've started thinking you know, when you sit, when you talk to somebody, just a friend or, you know, I go to lunch. Guys don't do real good opening up, but I go to lunch with guys, you know, throughout the week, just friends. And we'll just, hey, you want to go grab lunch or whatever. 
And, you know, most of the conversation is you're talking about sports or you're talking about things going on with your kids and stuff. But most of the time, a question will come up and you'll, you know, even if it's somebody you hadn't talked to in a while and you're just texting them, you're like, how's your family? Mm -hmm. That's the question. How's your family? I don't know that anybody goes, how's your marriage? Mm Mm-hmm. And like I kind of want to start yeah. doing that. Ooh. Like I like I want. Now nobody's going to want to go to lunch. With no. You. <laughs> well, I, maybe, our friends probably don't even listen to this. Um, but I, I really, I've, I've, I started thinking about that this morning. I was like, I really want to start saying, "Hey, how's your marriage?" Mm-hmm. And I'm not so sure. Like I, I almost think that people would be honest. I do too. Like I, think I it really would do. C- catch them completely by surprise but then it would be like huh yeah because because I really think that they there would be some of them that would they would start to say oh yeah things are good and then they're like no you know what Mm -hmm. man I'm really struggling with this and I I may just make that part of my life now and then you can report back yeah I'll tell everybody I'll tell everybody Mm -hmm. on the air weekly (laughs) updates but I do I do think that people are they don't like to share what's going on in their marriage, but I really, I really think that deep down they want to. Mm-hmm. They want somebody to be able to connect with and to say, "Hey, you know, this is what I'm struggling with." And so, you know, and we know that because people reach out to us all the time and say, "This is what's happening." But I just think it's a good, a good opportunity for us to really start. Let's give people a checkup. Let's just say, you know, where are you? And so here's the thing is I was thinking about, you know, the, the, I, I'm just going to say the average listener, let's just say the average listener, you're listening to this and you would say, mm, you know, things aren't great, but things aren't awful. We're just kind of stuck. We're just mm-hmm. stuck in the middle. And here's what I would say. If you feel that way, I would guess, and you can, you can chime in here. Heather. I would say that your spouse feels the same way. Do you think that's right? Um, yeah. I think <laughs> you're right there, boss. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree with that statement. Um, I doubt that there's many out there that are like, we're just crushing it. And then the other spouse is like, mur, mur, mur. yeah, we, I don't love this. And again, we know that that can be um, a case by case and a marriage by marriage basis. Um, and we have shared our story yeah. of where, you know, I was completely caught off mm-hmm. guard mm-hmm. by what was going on. But at the same time, now looking back, you right. go, mm, yeah. yeah, you know, sure. I was blinded by a lot of stuff. But I don't I don't know that that's normal. Yeah. You know, I, I really. Well, and I was I was hiding things, mm-hmm. um, whereas, you know, I think we're. You prefaced it by saying there are extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were one of those extreme cases. But I think that the average person, they're just. They're not trying to hide anything. No. So because they're not hiding anything, they're not trying to make their spouse think that everything is right. okay. Right. They're just like, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they could be doing things like I was doing, but it's not so much of a, I'm going to try to make you think everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, where we're getting at, we can't, we can't, we have no idea what people are going through sure. unless they tell us. Mm-hmm. And so, but we do know that there's just tons of people out there that are like, man, we're just, we're just in a rut. So, um, so what I want us to do for the next few minutes is just kind of talk through, well, what do you do? You know, what do you do when you're just in a rut and you want to move forward and you want to improve things? Um, and, and I would say that the, the first thing the the sermon this morning was about, um, the pool of Bethesda and mm-hmm. the, the, the man that had been sick. I mean, he'd been, couldn't move for right. 38 yeah. years. I don't, I don't know why I missed that that was 38 years until he said it this morning, but I was like, that's a long time. Yeah. And he would sit there waiting for the angel <coughs> to come and stir up the waters. Right. And, you know, they didn't know when that would happen. The first one that yeah. could get in mm-hmm. there was healed. Yeah. Well, he couldn't move. Mm-mm. So he waited. He was waiting around hoping somebody would help him into the pool or whatever. And who's going to help him? Because everybody around there is sick. That's right. And they're trying, they're to, trying get to get in. They're not going to go, oh, hey, buddy, it's your turn. But I love when, and, and we're not going to get into the deep theological discussion of why Jesus did this, but Jesus came to him, and the question he asked was, do you want to be well? Mm-hmm. And I would, I'm, I say that that's the first question that you need to ask yourself. If you're in a marriage that's stuck, um, or that's just, that needs healing, um, the first question would be, do you really want Mm-hmm. to get better like do you yeah. want it to be better and the reason why I think that's so important to ask is because I think there's people out there they're just fine mm-hmm. they're just fine with the way it right. is and not only that I think there's some people that they're just they're comfortable where they are they don't want to do anything that's going to rock the boat right and part of it even is hey look we're together we're going to stay together but if we really want to make our marriage good, we have to work a little really bit. Really work hard. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, and yeah. like people are just like, yeah. I don't, I'm, uh, we're good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work, work on that. Yep. Yep. And do you think when you think about people who might say that, do you think both spouses are like that? Man. The majority? Or do you think there's one saying, really like I just think about well I think about the guy first of all that you're talking about at the pool like you think he almost wants to say well yeah I mean I've been laying here 38 years of course I want to get better do you think that there's people who think well yeah I want this to be better or but but then when you think about really doing the work maybe it's like "Eh, I'm good (laughs) you know yeah no I think I think you're exactly right. I think that there's there's some cases where both the husband and the wife are just like, you know, we're fine. Yeah. And we don't want to put in the work mm-hmm. that's going to make this marriage better. And at the same time, I think there may even be a little bit. Sometimes there's like, well, what if we do put in the work, but things really don't even get any better? Like, right. what if we fail? Right, right. And yeah, there's, there's, some, there's probably some fear of that. Yeah. And... But I, yes, I think you're right that there's sometimes there's one spouse that's like, man, I, well, we know this. Like, yeah. I want to put in the work. And then the other one's like, yeah, I'm good. Right. And right. so 
And don't fall into the, oh, all women want it to be better and men don't care because that's not true either. Oh, for sure. I think you're, yeah, that's that. um, I think where you run into that situation more than not, though, is that the husband doesn't, the husbands, the Mm -hmm, males do mm -hmm. not talk as much. So they don't express how they really feel. Well, they may not, can't even put that into words. Right. Because they're not used to that. So here we go. If you're in this situation and you're like, how do we get out of it? Well, we're leading right into it because I think that the first step there is, is that you're admitting that you're stuck and you basically have to come to the decision and say, I want to get out. We want to get out of this stuck, stuckness. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just making up all kinds of words. Making up words. <laughs> but we want to, yes, I, I want to get out of this um, stuckness and, and here, so let's just, you know, we, we said some people don't want to put in the work. Some people may be scared of failing if they do put in the work, but can, you know, I just want to say we are in a place in our marriage and again, we've worked really, really hard because of a crisis. Um, but even once that, and I, the crisis is gone, but it never really, completely i mean we've been affected by it in such a way that it never really it's always a part of our life sure um but it is past we're on the other side right and but we still work really hard at our marriage and i mean i would say that every ounce of effort that we've put into it to get to where we are today is a hundred percent worth it absolutely like we i mean the because the joy that we have in being a happily married couple far outweighs any of the I'm scared this is not going right. to work out or you know I don't want to put I don't want to work so hard like throw that away mm-hmm. if you're out there thinking that throw it away because mm-hmm. we can tell you that if you get to a point where you are truly happy jo- the joy that comes mm-hmm. from being in a healthy marriage right. there's nothing like it right and you're willing to keep working because you don't want to go back. Yeah, and you see, right. you know, the, how fun it is right. and how much right. joy yeah. that you can have. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, so I would say th- that if you're in this situation, you admit that. Like yep. admit, say, we are in a place that's stuck and I want to, I want to do my part and I want us to, you know, work together. And so then what do you do? Yeah. Because you're like, okay, okay. well, what if... Now what? <laughs> Yeah, like well, you gotta tell you, you gotta tell your spouse. Yep. You said what's that that look like? Uh, Saying, "Hey, I I've been thinking about our marriage, and I want to make it better." What you know, and you have to have a conversation. I love that because we haven't talked about this at all. But I'm just telling both spouses out there: do not go to your spouse and say the words, "I'm not happy." Mm -mm. Like that's not how we're starting this conversation. That's crushing. It's crushing and it's like me, me, me. Yeah. Well, yes, definitely. It's me, me, me. But it's also crushing because you're saying to your spouse, you're responsible for my happiness. Yes. And and they're not not making me happy. Right. And they're not. There is not a spouse out there that is responsible for your happiness. Period. So I'm going to rewind us to um, pre-affair and, you know, before your confession to me. I can remember times throughout those first 15 years of marriage, and it was probably only two or three, but I can 
remember the words like you were saying them yesterday when you said to me, I'm not, I'm just not happy. And like, like it's like that still hurts today. Mm -hmm. And even if I was 100%, I mean, even if I was the reason why you thought you were unhappy, like that doesn't help anything. Right. And, you know, for me, I'm like, it, it is, like you said, it is crushing and it's also, it's just me, 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 me. Right. It, the focus is on you and what you need and what you want and yeah. desire. So go, you were going with what, how you approach that. Now you done messed me up. You got in my, you got me out of my flow. Go. How, <laughs> I mean, how would you approach your spouse to say, to say that you were, you were on it. I just was like, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think you go and say, I want us to have a great marriage and I want to be able to put in the work and make that happen. And I just want to talk to you about what we can do to make the, I mean, what we can do or even what I can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't never, ever, ever you, but what I can do or what we can do um, to put into place to make things better for both of us. And, And I mean, like, I can't imagine a spouse saying, Nah, thank you. <laughs> nah. Yeah, because especially if you approach it even with, hey, look, you know, we, I'm committed to you. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you know, we, I am with you thick and thin. And even saying, I love you. Yep. And, and, and you how know, how many ever years ago when I said I do, I do again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in that commitment, I want to make it even better. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, that's the, like, that is the step to take is. I think it's the hardest one to. Well, sure. Because then, yeah, you have to admit it. You got to admit it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you admit, you're not admitting to your spouse. You're just approaching your spouse to say, come on, you know, mm-hmm. let's do this together. And mm-hmm. what is my role in mm-hmm. making this marriage better mm-hmm. for you? And if you approach it that way, I mean, how is your spouse, I don't think your spouse is going to come up with a list of 10 things for you to do better and then Mm -hmm. not expect to do anything themselves, Mm -hmm. especially if you're just having a real open, honest conversation that's not, look, you know, I'm not happy because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. Right. But it's just, man, I see the marriages out there that are thriving and are you know, doing so good. And that's what I want for us. And I'm willing to put in the work and do whatever is needed to make that happen. Yep. And when we're 80 years old, I want to hold your hand walking down the street Mm -hmm. together. Right. You know, that's, that's the, that's the goal. So, um, so then what, I mean, what do you do from there? You're so mean. You didn't even give a heads up that you were going to ask me this question. Well, I mean, you hope that, I mean, are we assuming that your spouse is saying, yeah, we're on board, let's do, let's do it. Okay. Well, then you have to come up with areas. Sorry, my headphones, you still haven't bought me. Mm. My old ones are going out. Um, I think that it's very important that you come up with some things that you can do as a couple to strengthen mm-hmm. your relationship mm-hmm. and your marriage. Sorry, I'm really distracted by this. Your uh, headphones. I cannot hear you. Uh, 
Okay. I'll just talk louder. Okay. <laughs> Great. Turn your volume down, folks. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, sort of some action plans. Right. Or, yeah. you know, even if it's not um, some, you know, specific action plans, but maybe you just, that first thing is, hey, let's just... Let's just go out on a date. You yeah. know, we haven't been out in forever. Let's just go and just and just talk. Right. Um, and you know, I think that quality time is such a big part of that. Is yeah. just you got to be together. And look, this this is completely um, random because this just happened. But we were we were cleaning out stuff. And we were helping our kid clean, move some furniture and stuff around. And I walked back, and you were sitting on the bed, and you had a stack of papers in your hand. I was like, what is that? And you had um, emails from me that you had printed out, right? Mm -hmm. They were emails, right? Yeah. And they were about two weeks worth. It was about 15 emails. And it was an email every day that I sent to you after you had confessed to being unfaithful. Mm -hmm. I didn't read through all of them, but the best I could tell, it was like four months later. So I think I said something about that. Um, But one of the things that caught my attention was um, it was I was. I kind of had it in sections, and I was saying, this is something that I learned in my time with God today. And then I ended it with, we need to write a book. I mean, <laughs> this could be the book. <laughs> I mean, it, so anyway, but the, but at the, the last thing was, here's a word of encouragement to you. Mm-hmm. And it was like something that, I, and so, look, people out there, like that was effort. Right. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm not just patting myself on the back. I'm telling you people, like, this is the kind of stuff mm-hmm. that, that saves marriages. Right. But as I was saying to you, here's a word of encouragement. Like, like I can, like, I can tell you that was next to impossible for me mm-hmm. to do. Not why easy. would I, why would I be telling you something good mm-hmm. after what you had done to me only right. four months before? But in that, I was pointing out things that you were doing. Like I, right. like I read, one of them was, you have decided that this fa- this family, our family is the most important thing to you. Mm-hmm. I came home from work today. It said the fo- clothes were folded. There was the refrigerator was stocked that mm-hmm. you had cooked for us. Like, and so it just reminded me how like we were both just diving in mm-hmm. and doing what we could. But the one, and I, again, I didn't read them all, but one thing that really caught my attention I said, I sure didn't enjoy spending those two hours with you last night before we went to bed. And I said, I'll be honest with you, before you confessed to me, like I didn't even know anything was going on, but most nights I would let you stay in the bedroom asleep with the boys when you laid down with them when Mm -hmm. they were little. And I said, because honestly, I didn't care to be with you. Right. Like I didn't care because of the person that you were becoming mm-hmm. and and that's on me too. But mm-hmm. I, I was like, I would rather watch TV mm-hmm. or, um, you know, look at my phone or whatever. And I said, but now like those two hours and the time that we're spending together before we go to bed at night are the highlights of my day. Right. And I was like, yeah, because we were trying, right. Like we were right. trying in the mm-hmm. midst of the worst of the worst. Right. It was like, let's hang out together. Right. And you could just see just from the words that I was putting in those in those emails, what a difference it was making because both of us were 
doing all that we could. Mm-hmm. And so that quality time, like I'm say, that's that's one thing I would say is just start spending time together. Mm-hmm. Like stop mm-hmm. avoiding each other. Right. I mean, that's what roommates do. Mm-hmm. You know, you just come and go Pass and come and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that if you want to have a thriving and growing marriage. Right. Right. So. Yep. Um, one of the other things, do I have time to talk about love languages Go. for just a second? Better be I'm fast. Not, okay. I'm not a huge, I'm not pushing love languages on anybody. Um, I have some mostly positive <laughs> thoughts about that, but a few like, mm. but I know that it's important to know how your spouse wants to be loved. And I think that's real, real important. Um, because I have seen it work and I've seen it not work. And I feel like a lot of times we say, I'm loving my spouse as best I can. I'm doing every, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I clean the house, blah, 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 blah. all the things that I'm doing right um, to show them love, but that may not be how they feel loved. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and I know we've talked talked about this a little bit before, but like if, if, coming home to a home-cooked meal was really, really important to you. I know I've said this before. And I spent all my extra time in the afternoon getting the house clean for you, picking up after the kids, all of that. You know, I'm kind of thinking back a little bit. Then, and you come in and you could care less whether the house was clean or not. You just want a warm meal. Then I haven't met your need in the way that you want it to be met. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's just a silly example, but it's important to be like, you know, the, the, the love languages are physical touch, acts of service. Um, we mentioned these just a couple of weeks ago or last week. Um, words of affirmation, words of affirmation. Did I say quality time? Gifts. Gifts. And quality time. And quality time. I, I kind of lost. Okay, anyway. Call, call what yeah, sorry, said. sorry, sorry. Um, but if but you have to know how your spouse love likes to be loved on. Mm-hmm. Because I know that yours is words of affirmation. Well, if I spent all day doing acts of service for you, because that's an important one to me, that and said nothing encouraging or that I'm thankful for you or that I love you or that I think you're great at this and that, then I'm not doing what you need to be loved. So in that action plan, I think it's very important that you communicate with your spouse. Yeah, how, yeah Find out what like it is. how do you, I mean, what do I do that makes you feel the most loved? Yeah. What is it that I do? And you don't even have to take a test, mm-hmm. like to find out what yours is if you don't want to. Just knowing, I mean, I could sit, and that may change. Like, don't say, well, we've been married 15 years. I know that she loves gifts. Well, it may have changed Mm -hmm. because there was a time where gifts was important to me. I loved when you would come home with this and that. But now that's not as important Mm -hmm. to me anymore. And so it's important that you know right now how you're, yeah. spouse feels most loved and make every effort to do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. And as we wrap up, one of the things I want to say is that in the story that we were talking about from our sermon, you know, Jesus met this man in his place. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the thing. 
like Jesus comes and meets us in our messy places. Mm -hmm. And I actually put that on social media this morning after I heard him Mm -hmm. in the sermon say that Jesus enters our messy places to find us. And I believe he does that for our marriages. And like how thankful are we that he entered our marriage in the messiest of Mm -hmm. messes and like he he wants to give life to dead marriages that's right and so you know you may feel like my marriage is stuck it's going nowhere it's dead well jesus wants to breathe life in that into that and so let him and we're here to tell you that the the marriages that are thriving our marriage, because of the work that we've put in and the attention, because we've yep. been using that a lot, it's not hard work. It requires attention. Mm-hmm. And the attention that we put in after we had to do the hard work to dig out of the mess we right. were in, the attention that we've given since then has just made us um, into a marriage that, man, I just, it's awesome. Like, yep. like it's just, we're in a, we're in a great uh, season. So, uh, we want that for you guys too. And look, we're not perfect. No, we still get under each other's skin and have arguments and stuff, just like normal Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Um, so there's no nothing, nobody, no perfect, but um, but we just have a story, and I think it's a story that people can look at and say, yes, there's hope, and we can put in that effort too. Absolutely. So, all right, went a little bit over. Sorry, not, not too much. You know, <laughs> probably your story at the end, but that's fine. All right. We will uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank, thanks for joining us. Reach out to us if we can help you with anything during the week. Bye-bye.